ask was, are you, are you happy about your career progression right now? You know, I wanted to ask that just to provide a little context to that question is there's a lot of demand for industry professionals who have experience right now. It's mm-hmm. almost like, you know, you could pretty much get a job very quickly if you have some experience in clinical research. Um, so do you feel like you're happy with the way your career's progressed so far? Yes, um, I'm 100% happy with it. I think that I was very lucky um, because I have been able to get so much different experience in a short period of time, um, which not everyone is lucky enough to get. It's not that I haven't worked hard for it, but I just I think that I'm very fortunate because there are people who are looking out there um, to start a career and they have difficulty doing so. Mm-hmm. Um, as a CRA right now, I definitely want to continue being a CRA um, for a while, really solidify my knowledge in terms of what monitoring is, and then I'll see where where life takes me in terms of career. Okay, all right, I remember my question now. All right, you said the, you said the key word, work from home as a CRA. Now, a lot of the people that I know, that I'm friends with that are CRAs, tell me that they love, you know, being 100% remote. You know, they only go on site and then pretty much the other time they're like in their home office or traveling or something like that. They love not going into the office because of the amount of freedom that it provides. You know, no one's really looking over their shoulder. They don't really have anywhere to be. If they don't have any visits that week, you know, they can wake up when they want to, you know, just make sure they're doing their stuff. Um, But you you go into the office. So how how is that for you? Um. So I can work remotely when I want to, um, but I choose to at least go in as often as possible. So, you know, on Friday, sometimes I'll work from home. Um, Tomorrow, I don't have too much that requires me to be in the office, so I'll work from home. But um, most of the time, I like going into the office because I get that connection with my team. Um, I get to see people that that work as clinical project managers. I get to see the principal scientists. Um, I get to work with R&D. Um, and all of that, for me, um, as a young professional, I think it's a great opportunity to learn from everyone. Um, later on in my career, I may decide that working from home is what I wanna do full time and I don't want to have to go into an office. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that when you're learning and you're you still have so much um, to gain from those who are more experienced than you, you want to be able to be in office and, and connect with those people, learn from those people. Okay, yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, I've talked a lot about on this channel networking in the office and how powerful that can be. Mm-hmm. You know, just like networking in the coffee room or in the cafeteria, and yeah. like the you know how many people you can meet and how many opportunities that can open up. You know, just saying hello to somebody that you see in there. So yeah. that, that's a good point about how much you can learn and how much you can go, you can gain from being in the office, even though you may right. not necessarily have to be. Yep. Okay. So, um, so you've been in clinical research, you've had a few positions. What would you say are the best positions for people to get into the field? Um, I think the easiest ones from what I've seen, like job description wise, because once I started, I never really looked back at the entry-level positions, I wanted to continue growing, but I've helped quite a few friends look for positions and it seems like the clinical trial associate positions on the sponsor level mm-hmm. or the on CRO level are a great place to start. Um, I've seen a lot of OCTA roles 
turn into CRA roles if people are transparent about it during the interview process. You know, right. I'm applying for the CTA position because I want to be a CRA. Um, clinical research coordinator positions are also something that you should definitely look at um, because those a lot of places will just take you as long as you have some type of healthcare experience or some experience with um, patients or subjects, um, depending on where you've worked or interned. Um, in addition, I think that um, if you have a lot of trouble, like if, for example, you're looking for work while you're still in school, um, I think that you should look for research assistant positions in um, psychology labs, um, maybe the medical school is looking for a research assistant if you have a medical school in your school. And, and that would really help because you're also working on studies, whether it's you know different than pharma and um, device studies, that's fine, but you're still getting the experience of what it's like to be a part of clinical research, essentially. Right, okay, good point. Um, now you mentioned clinical trial associate. Now a lot of companies call that different things, but it's probably like the same thing like as clinical trial assistant. Mm -hmm. um, so for the, anyone that's listening, you gotta keep that in mind that a lot of these positions are really the same thing, but they call them different things depending if at the company and if you're at the CRO or the sponsor. Um, right. But yeah, definitely agree. Study coordinator, the, the CTA role. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned the medical assistant and things like that. Good, good, all good roles uh, to get your foot in the door. The key thing there is just to get your foot in the door, and then right. everything else should take care of itself once you get some experience. Yeah, you have to take what you can get. Um, I think that you don't want to be too picky in the beginning of the career. Obviously, you don't want to pick something that you know you're going to hate. Um, but you want to you want to keep yourself open to as much as possible um, because you never know. I've seen CTA physicians or clinical trial assistant physicians turn into CRA positions within six months. I've seen some of them take two years. So I mean, it you really don't know where a position is going to take you unless you give it a try. And if you really are not um, feeling like career progression is an opportunity at the company where you start off, you can always move. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but if you shut yourself out from initial opportunities, eventually what will happen is that you're kind of pigeonholing yourself accidentally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, yeah, you never really know where it's going to take you. And I remember I think a lot of my friends that are CRAs now got into the industry like 2014, 2015. And I remember they were, the companies were just kicking them out the door to become CRAs. Like they were just like begging them to like become CRAs immediately. Right. So, you know, it doesn't take much, much experience if the market's right. And I know last year, I think 2017 was a pretty slow year to the industry. Yeah. Um, you agree with that? Yeah. I, um, so I have a lot of, um, friends whose younger siblings I guess now are graduating from college and a lot of them wanted to get into clinical research so I got a lot of resumes from people saying can you, can you look at this for me mm -hmm. um, I'm having trouble and sometimes I was just like let me just see what's out there and it seemed like really what was out there was mid-level positions um, not really entry-level positions right. um, and even the entry-level position said like you need three years of experience right. and we all know that we all roll our eyes when we see something like that right um, but that was the state of you know the job market at that time right and Hopefully so 2018 is better yeah I mean I think the big reason for that was because of all the mergers you had 
You had Lab Court by Covance and Chiltern. Um, yes. You had Par Excel getting bought by Pamplona Capital. And you had the big merger between uh, INC Research and Inventive Health becoming Cineos. So that really stagnated the market. And all those happened right. like throughout the year. So right. I think hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers, we don't have anything like that this year. So right. hopefully a lot more positions will open up. And I've seen it already. Um, yeah. Yeah, one of the indicators I look for is con like if there's contract project management positions. Mm -hmm. When I see people posting that, I know the industry is in a good place because I didn't see right. any of that. I didn't see any of that last year. And that's a good point. Um, you know, adding on to what you should take if you're looking to start off your career, don't be afraid to take contract positions. I think that that's so important. Um, my um, CRC position was um contracted to hire mm -hmm. and um i mean i'm so thankful that i just went for it if you work hard i i, I don't think i've seen anyone not get a full-time um, opportunity if it was temp to hire right. um if it's just temp then you you have to be comfortable with finding something before the end of your contract um but even then sometimes those temp positions just get extended and extended and extended um and if you're looking to start off your career, honestly, it may not be a great, uh, a bad idea to do it. Six months, and then you have that six month experience to look for a full time with benefit job. Right. Um, two month contracts, three month contracts, I think are a little bit risky if you're a fresh graduate, but six months, I think is, is fine. You'll find something as you get that first three months of experience. Right, I got I got my start in the industry on a three month contract, so. <laughs> If, if I so can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess, yeah, in theory, it was a big risk. Um, but I can say that the market completely opened up as soon as I had that experience on my resume. Like, yeah. it was a completely different ball game. Yeah. Um, way more callbacks from companies and way more interviews, like significantly more. So Right. And the thing is, like, a lot of companies now, they have those... Um, filters for resumes so if they don't see like research or clinical trial on the resume the um, automated systems that they have to filter out resumes may kick you out even before they even like it gets to the desk that's going to look at your resume so having anything is better than having nothing